Do you have set systems in your business or are you flying by the seat of your pants and simply spending day after day trying to get as much done as you can and still going to bed stressed because you, air quotes, didn't get enough done? As creative entrepreneurs, we make our own schedules, which is a beautiful thing. But if we aren't careful, our days can turn into nothing more than putting out fires or getting distracted by whatever we're excited about at the moment. In order to serve your clients well and prioritize the things that actually move the needle in your business, you need to have systems in place to make sure that what's most important is getting done as efficiently as possible. So today, I want to share what my post-wedding process or system looks like with you in hopes of inspiring you to create concrete systems in your own business. Hey there, I'm Victoria Rayburn, a wedding photographer, small business owner, and marketing expert who doesn't believe work-life balance exists. I, probably like you, love both my family and my business, and for years I thought that if I worked hard and implemented enough self-help tips and tricks, every facet of my life and business would fall into place, leaving me feeling rested and satisfied. And, well, friend, that has yet to happen because life and business are demanding and every season brings new challenges. While I don't believe we can reach true work-life balance, I do believe there's power in determining your priorities, both in your personal life and in your business, and making choices and creating systems based around what's most important to you and what's going to lead to results. When it comes to your priorities in your personal life, I want to help you remember what's most important to you and show you how you can protect these priorities by setting boundaries and putting time on your calendar for what matters most. When it comes to your business, I want to help you determine what's already working well for you and help you implement proven marketing and business strategies. This way, you can prioritize the tactics that work, ditch the ones that don't, and feel confident in your ability to run your business, meet your goals, and serve your customers. Relationships, effective marketing strategies, setting boundaries, delegating, creating an incredible client experience, and keeping your priorities at the core of everything you do are exactly what you, experts, and I will be discussing every week. Now, whether you're walking your dog, you're driving to a shooter job, or you're snuggled up on the couch with a glass of wine, get ready to grow, learn, and assess your priorities. You're listening to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. Now, if you aren't a photographer, please don't tune this out. While I'm using a photography example, chances are a system can be created around every facet of your business. You just need to break it down. So first of all, what is a system? Within your business, a system is simply an organized way of completing what's usually a large task, and symptoms are most effective when there are deadlines or time scheduled specifically for each task. I like to break systems down with both due dates and batching. In case you aren't familiar with batching, this simply means you work on similar tasks for a set amount of time. I love batching because when you can keep your brain focused on similar tasks, you can typically get more done. Anyway, I have a lot of systems in my business, but this is what my post-wedding system looks like. So if I shoot a wedding on Saturday, obviously Saturday is reserved for shooting that wedding. And then on Sunday, I edit previews. So I tell couples that they can expect about five previews. And then I typically post like 10 to 15. So that's Sunday. And I don't take other work on Sundays. I really want that to be specifically for my family. So Zach and I have a day where we're both off. So typically... I just get up early that Sunday and Zach actually plays on the worship band at church. So usually I can get everything like selected and edited before I leave for church to go to the service with him. Um, And then we have the rest of the day to ourselves. That does not always happen. Sometimes there's just a really late wedding and I just cannot get my butt out of bed. And so when we come back in the afternoon, then I still have a little bit of editing to do, but it doesn't typically take very long. 
So then also on Sunday, I am posting those photos on social media. So I have to, you know, write the post and get those photos up and I need to tag all the vendors. And so actually, even before the wedding day itself, we'll get the couple's vendor list. And then Emma will actually, Emma is my VA. Emma will go through the vendor list and she will go ahead and make the list of like everybody's Facebook accounts and Instagram handles and all the things. So that way, when I'm ready to post previews on Sunday, it's just a matter of me copying and pasting. So that's Sunday. We're just getting previews edited and up on social media. If I'm able to do a same day slideshow at the wedding, then this time is cut down even more. If you aren't familiar with that is like sometimes if we have enough time during dinner, I will sneak away and edit a handful of photos to show the couple during their reception. It's like a cool thing to be able to, you know, see photos instantly. That does not always happen. It just really depends on the schedule of the day. So that's Sunday. And then on Monday, I cull through all the photos from the wedding using Photo Mechanic. If you are a photographer, I highly recommend checking out Photo Mechanic if you haven't already. It's just a much faster culling system. Like Lightroom has to really load full photos while Photo Mechanic is actually just loading previews. And so anyway, it's much faster. But using Photo Mechanic, I will um, choose all the photos that we're going to deliver and then I'll go back through one more time and then I will specifically select the photos that I want to blog and share on social media. So once all of those are selected, which this is usually for me like a three to four hour process, like if there are phone calls and stuff that come up in the meantime, but this largely fills up my morning and then in the afternoon I can start editing photos. Now, in all honesty, I could probably get a little bit more editing done on Mondays, but I have definitely found that on Mondays, that is when I get the most emails from couples because over the weekend they've had time to think about their wedding plans and I wanna make sure that I am serving them well by answering them as quickly as possible. So the big goal of Mondays is simply to call the wedding and then start editing. And then on Tuesday, I will finish up everything that I'm blogging. And just in case this is helpful to anybody, because I remember like a photographer telling me this once and I really like hadn't thought about it, but you can absolutely batch while you are editing. So my personal editing process is once I get all the photos in Lightroom, I actually, and again, we'll talk about this in a second because I do outsource some of my editing. But the first thing I do is go through and crop and straighten all photos And again, like when you're batching something, you're doing the same task again and again. It just makes the process so much faster. And then after that, I'll go through section by section to color correct things. And, you know, just breaking it down this way, it just makes the process a lot faster, a lot easier. And honestly, also a lot more consistent because you're not jumping around so much and you're really able to like hone in on one area, making sure everything is straight and then, you know, making sure all the colors are correct. So kind of a side note, but in case anybody's interested, But yeah, on Tuesday, I'm finishing up editing all the photos that are going to be blogged. From there, I then export the catalog to Photographer's Edit. So then that way they are going to um, finish up the remaining photos. So I've edited everything that I'm going to blog and then they're going through and just matching my style. Highly recommend Photographer's Edit and you will definitely hear an ad for them somewhere in this episode. So if you're interested in grabbing that coupon code, you can grab it there or visit the link in the show notes and you can get 50% off your first order. So yeah, I'm sharing the Lightroom catalog with photographers edit. So it's then in their hands. 
From there, I then take all of the photos that I'm going to blog into Blogstomp and optimize these photos for the blog. If you aren't familiar with Blogstomp, Blogstomp is simply an app that allows you to kind of collage photos together and optimize them for your website. So when you run them through Blogstomp, it's automatically making the images, it's not reducing the quality, but it's making them smaller so that way they load faster on your website. So I use Blogstomp to combine the photos and while actually Emma will use Blogstomp herself to do like my other kinds of sessions, we've just realized it's more often than not easier if I stomp the photos for weddings just because like I was physically there and it's easier to tell like what needs to go where. So I stomp all the photos. I put them in the order that we want them in the blog. Sometimes it needs a little rearranging once it's up and live and you can see it. And then I go ahead and actually add those photos to WordPress, so to my website, and they just hang out in the media section until Emma is ready for them the next day. Then at this point, I share all images with Emma, so my virtual assistant, so that she can create both the client's like preview album and their blog post. And that is what is happening on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, first thing in the morning, I write the couple's blog post because, you know, copy has to go with that as well. And I then begin preparing content for social media posts because we'll share the blog on Thursday. In terms of prepping the blog post for social media, I am largely determining which photos I want to use as previews. I'll identify the photos I want to use when I post to Facebook. So Facebook will allow you to add thumbnails if you are registered as a business account. And then I also identify which photos I want to use on Instagram, as well as which photos I would like to use on my Instagram story. Then all the photos I want to use for the story, I take into Canva and I have some template story graphics. So I can just plug those photos in and then that way they are branded. So I get all the photos and graphics identified and ready to go. And then I also go ahead and write the copy for the blog posts. And my personal social media process is just to keep all of the content in a Google Doc. I just want to make sure that I have it backed up. And you know, sometimes it's nice to go back and refer to posts you've had in the past. So I think it's just a really great way to keep it all documented. This way, when it's time for the blog post to like go live on social media and share it with the world, then all I have to do is copy and paste out the text from the Google Doc. Emma, in the meantime, is working on their album preview and getting the blog on the website physically. So this is something that really I'm only able to do because I have Emma, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute, but something that I learned when I went to show at United a couple years ago, and Sean Gordon, who is the owner of Kiss Books, one of the strategies he really recommended if you want to increase album sales is to make the album preview the first thing your couple see. So realistically, we can't get blog posts up until Thursday. I know some people do it faster. I just, I want to be able to spend time with my family on Sundays, and if I worked all Sunday, we could absolutely make that happen, but it's just not my preference. But I did want to increase album sales starting in 2020. And so I began implementing Sean's suggestion. And so on Wednesday, Emma uses like the Kiss Books album builder, and she puts kind of their mock-up album together, and then we add music to it. Now, when we send this over, because I do send this over like before the end of the day on Wednesday, I don't tell couples like, hey, this is your album mock-up. It's just like, nope, here's a slideshow of your photos. Like, 
put to music and it's just this fun preview that they get to see. And then also I don't tell couples that they're going to get this. So it's always really fun to give it to them because it's like this extra exciting thing and they weren't expecting any more than their previews until their blog post goes up at the end of the week. But Sean's suggestion for letting the album do the first thing that they see is just simply like psychological help to make them really fall in love with those specific photos and kind of make them attach to the idea of having a wedding album. I do include wedding albums in my packages, but they're on the smaller side. So like the wedding albums, my packages are 20 pages big. And so that's really not a lot in the grand scheme of things. But when we send this preview over, we are sending them an album with like 40 plus pages, which is the upgrade. And so according to Sean, and I can now attest that it works, this is going to encourage couples to make that upgrade, which is then a little more profitable for me. And they get to have a wedding album that is a good hearty size that they can flip through whenever they want. So it is service on both parts and we will come back to albums in a little bit. We're going to take a quick break because I can't help telling our photographer friends about something that saved me hours upon hours of work and given me freedom. Photographers, have you considered outsourcing your editing? Now, I know what you're going to say. I can't outsource my editing. An editor won't be able to match my style. But friend, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I've been working with Photographers Edit for years, and their team of experienced editors match my editing style perfectly because one, they took the time to get familiar with my preferences and brand. Two, they look at the sample edits I include in each Lightroom catalog. And three, they allow me to submit feedback after every project so that next time things are even better. Outsourcing my editing to Photographer's Edit has drastically streamlined my workflow. I mean, after I shoot a wedding or session, I simply call the images and mark the photos I want to blog using Photo Mechanic. Then I create a Lightroom catalog and only edit the photos I plan to blog and share on social media. I add a green label to the photos I edit, share the catalog with Photographer's Edit, and they use the photos I mark in green as samples to finish editing the remaining images. From there, Photographer's Edit sends the catalog back to me within a few days. I review the images, export them, and share my clients' galleries with them. Outsourcing my editing has given me the freedom to spend more time with Zach, go to bed at a reasonable time, better serve my clients, and work on projects I'm actually excited about, like this podcast. Right now, editing is likely taking up most of your time, but I can tell you from experience that it doesn't have to. To receive 50% off your first order from Photographer's Edit, go to victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or simply use code VRayburn at checkout. Again, that's victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or use code VRayburn at checkout. So that's Wednesday. And then on Thursday, this is the day where the blog post actually goes live. So I usually spend the morning posting to social media. So I'm posting on Facebook and Instagram and adding Instagram stories to announce that their blog post is live. I'll then also share the post with the bride on Facebook and then in my Facebook group for brides. When I'm posting these, I'm always sure to tag all vendors and then anyone I can in the photos and on Instagram stories. So when I'm sharing these posts, I always have like a creative team section that lists all the vendors involved and I'm tagging their pages and listing their handles if I can. And then within Instagram stories, I always have a creative team page. And if there's you know a photo of a cake, I will be sure to mention the baker in that post. 
And this is just, it's nice for them to see. It's a really great way to serve vendors. And then it's also great, you know, if they share it, like that's an opportunity to get my work in front of others. So it's, you know, it's a win-win all around. And then when I can, which, you know, from a business Facebook page, at least right now, you're not able to tag people anymore. You used to be able to, but on Instagram, I can tag people in those images. So if I happen to know, you know, the bridesmaids, I know their names, I'm able to tag them. I will tag them in those photos because, you know, it's exciting for them to see too. And all this tagging might seem like, oh, that takes a lot of the time, but it's just this like really nice small service that you can do to ensure that people are able to see these photos. So after everything is online, I will then send the couple an email to let them know that their blog is up. And I'll also put all blog photos into a Pixie Set gallery for them so they can download photos if they like. I just kind of put a little note in there, like, you know, just in case you can't wait to have photos to share or print, or if you need some photos for thank you cards or anything like that, I wanted to at least share the photos that have been blogged with you. And then I remind them that their wedding gallery will be ready within eight weeks of their wedding day. And it never takes eight weeks. We'll talk about under-promising and over-delivering in a little bit. But then from there, I send the same Pixie Gallery to all vendors and kind of tell them the same thing. Like, can't wait to share the full gallery with you. But in the meantime, here are some photos in case you want to wish the couple well on social or need photos for any marketing reasons or whatever else. But this is just a really nice way to serve vendors. And then on Thursday and Friday, my responsibilities with the wedding are done for a little while. So at this point, you know, we have their blog up, the couple has previews, and at this point, Photographer's Edit still has the gallery and they're finishing all of that up. And so on Thursday and Friday, Emma will then put the wedding on Pinterest, so she pins all the things, and then she'll also submit the wedding for publication. And that's a topic that we will talk about another time. But it's just so nice to be able to give those things to her. So that way on Thursday and Friday, I'm able to focus on things other than this particular wedding. So for instance, after everything up until this process is done for a wedding, I'll look at my calendar to determine when I can batch review multiple shoots and weddings after getting them back from photographer's edit. So this is typically done on Thursdays or Fridays, mostly because other Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, I'm busy doing everything else we just discussed for other weddings. So I largely spend Thursday and Fridays reviewing photos and I mean, doing lots of other things, but I'll try to set aside a full day or at least an afternoon, a big chunk of time to be going through all of those sessions and weddings so I can get those out. Then after, you know, the original wedding we were talking about is back and I've had a chance to review that. We have a couple things to do before we can officially deliver their album. So first I'm going to load everything to a gallery and pixie set so that way they're able to download their photos digitally. And then Emma, in the meantime, is going to create a slideshow of their images to music so that way they don't get carpal tunnel going through, you know, a thousand plus wedding photos. And we don't tell them the slideshow is coming. I just kind of include it in the email. It's like a nice little surprise because they think they're just getting like a gallery that was similar to their engagement gallery. Now, one thing I do a little differently than some photographers, and in all honesty, I definitely heard this on a podcast, so it was not my original idea, but rather than just kind of anticlimactically sending over somebody's wedding gallery like via email, because that's just kind of sad if, you know, people are looking through their wedding photos while they're at work or in class or, you know, just not together, rather than just sending their gallery over, 
I will shoot the client an email and let them know like, hey, your gallery is ready. And then I'll ask them when they want to schedule their viewing party. So they know that the viewing party question is coming, but I define a viewing party as just like them getting snuggled up on the couch, you know, having some takeout or having some snacks, popping a bottle of wine or champagne and looking at their wedding photos together. So when they give me that designated time, I just use Google's scheduling email to send them a link to their gallery. And then after the gallery is delivered, I do prep their flash drive and mail them a gift with a thank you note. And in all honesty, a lot of times with flash drives, especially I'll wait until I have several to deliver at once or at least a handful. So that way I'm not going to the post office all that often. So this is just another instance of batching. I'm able to take and deliver several at once. When they receive their gallery in that email, I do include a note about the album but sometimes people are just so excited to see their wedding photos, they don't read all the information. So if I don't hear from the couple within a week, I'll follow up about their album specifically. And then from there, Kiss's album design program is really great because it allows clients to leave comments. So if they want to swap a photo or make any additions or delete anything, all they have to do is leave a comment there. And then once we have those comments, Emma will go back and make those changes. And once we have their approval, we will officially get that album printed. So that's a lot, and I hope you weren't bored utterly out of your mind, but I wanted to break this system down specifically because there are a lot of moving pieces and because it's a good example of a system that can be repeated over and over and over again. Yes, we work with different couples and they get married at different venues and they have different styles and they have different stories. However, when we stick to this system, we're able to serve all of our couples well because we know what our schedule is going to look like every week. Now, before we go any further, I do want to note that I have help. I could not do this without Emma's help. If you don't have a virtual assistant or you don't have a team, don't worry. I did not for years, and I did a much more simplistic version of this process. You simply need to create a system for wherever you are right now, and then someday if you do decide to add team members, you can always use them to up-level that client experience. So for example, as a wedding photographer, submitting weddings for publication is important. It's great for SEO. It's great for like credibility. However, until I had Emma, I just didn't have time to do that on a regular basis. So I would more or less batch things at the end of the year. And I would just set aside a couple days to kind of submit everything, which is not the most strategic process ever because publications are largely looking for weddings based on seasonality. And so to send, you know, a fall wedding in the middle of winter and fall just ended. Didn't really make a lot of sense. However, sometimes you just have to do what you have to do, but I'm just kind of disclosing all of this just because in case you're hearing my process and you're thinking like, well, that's great, Victoria, but I don't, I don't have an Emma. Don't panic. You just need to create a system that works for you and where your business is right now. Can we take a quick pause so I can tell photographers about my favorite album company, Kiss Books? If you know me, you know I'm very passionate about shopping local, which is why I was so excited to discover Kiss Books, a company that makes flawless heirloom albums and happens to be located in Indianapolis, which is just an hour south of where I live in Lafayette, Indiana. Using quality archival materials and gorgeous linens and leathers, Kiss Books makes handmade albums that will wow your clients and preserve their memories for years to come. 
Plus, all KISS books include a lifetime guarantee, and you can design albums in minutes with KISS's easy-to-use online design software and templates. I love KISS book albums so much that all of my wedding photography packages include at least an 8x8 heirloom album, so my clients' favorite wedding photos will be safely preserved in print for generations to come. To save $50 on your first order from KISS books of $100 or more, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com KISS. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com KISS to receive $50 off your first album order of $100 or more. So with that in mind, let's talk about how you can create systems in your own business. So first, go ahead and pick one task or project that you have to complete on a regular basis. For example, maybe you own a boutique and you do regular product launch posts on social media. Or maybe you're an artist and you need to create a system around shipping orders. Whatever the case, choose an area to focus on for now. Then you're going to want to write out each and every task needed to complete that big task or project. From there, go back and determine deadlines or timeframes for each of these tasks. For example, I really like to block out days to complete specific work. So week to week, things look pretty similar for me, but maybe you need to do something a little different. But just to go back to our boutique example for a second, boutique owners often get shipments of items at various times throughout the week. I could see how it would be very easy to get something in the mail and think you need to photograph it and get it online immediately. However, it would likely be more efficient to shoot, list, and share multiple shipments at once. This might mean like getting shipments the week prior, photographing everything you received on Monday, listing everything on Tuesday, and then sharing about these new items via social media or your email list on Wednesday. Then the next week, you'll do it all over again. And this can kind of be cool too, because then if you have like a set day that like, hey, this is the day new products launch, like that allows your audience to get excited about it. Anyway, everyone's process will look different, but you do need to determine deadlines. Once you have deadlines, put these tasks on your calendar and block out the time needed to complete each task. Then in order to protect this time, you're going to want to put boundaries in place to protect these tasks if needed. For instance, if I have a wedding on Saturday, I don't take shoots on the Monday or Tuesday after a wedding to ensure I'm able to focus on the system we just discussed before so I can serve my clients to the best of my ability. From there, all you have to do is start working within these systems. When you have systems created around the biggest task in your business, you'll be amazed at how much more you're able to get done and how much more at peace you'll feel knowing that everything is being taken care of. Now, full disclosure, I do my best to stick to systems, but sometimes life happens. To serve your clients well and to avoid disappointing them, I highly recommend under-promising and over-delivering, especially when it comes to timelines. For example, I don't tell my clients that they'll have previews the Sunday after their wedding. I tell them that it will be on Monday. This way, they're shocked and so elated to see previews on Sunday. And just in case I can't do their preview on Sunday, I have an additional 24 hours to get those previews up. I also don't tell them that their blog will go live on Thursday. Instead, I say about a week after your wedding, your blog post will go up. This gives me wiggle room just in case I need it. And then when it comes to the final delivery, I tell clients it'll take eight weeks to get their full gallery back. But in reality, it's like, it's rarely, rarely over three. We will talk about under-promising and under-delivering another time, but when you complete tasks faster than anticipated, your clients will feel loved and valued and will be so impressed with your customer service. So friend, there you have it. 
I know thinking about systems isn't the most exciting thing. And as creatives, we can be hesitant to put systems in place because they sound restricting. But I can almost promise you that you'll sleep better at night and will be able to better serve your clients when your business is operating on consistent systems. Thanks for tuning in to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. For access to all the links and resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes or go to PriorityPursuit.com. To ask questions, share your wins, and connect with other priority-focused creative entrepreneurs, join the Priority Pursuit Podcast community on Facebook. Or don't hesitate to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Victoria L. Rayburn. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. This will help get Priority Pursuit in front of other creative entrepreneurs wanting to lead priority-focused lives. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm already looking forward to chatting with you again next week.